Jewess, a Jewish woman, patriot, a proud American-born woman who is honored to be a part of the greatest country in the world today. My name is Cindy Gross, and you are joining me to share insights and analysis on today's rapidly shifting world. I welcome you to the Jewess Patriot Show. Featuring exclusive interviews with today's top newsmakers and trendsetters. Remember, you don't have to be Jewish with Cindy to be a part of the show. And now, from our WGBB studios in the tri-state area, also downloaded internationally, anytime, anywhere, I welcome you to the Jewess Patriot Show. Hello, and welcome to the Jewess Patriot Show. I am your host, Cindy Gross, today's premier Jewish women activist, Remember, you don't have to be Jewish to be a part of our show. We have more in common than you realize, especially this weekend. We are thankful. We are thinking of family and food and fun. Even in these hard times, we are trying to make the best of it. As many of you know, I open each and every show with my pearls of wisdom because my Jewish name is Ziesel Peril, which means sweet pearl. And boy, do I have a lot of uh, pearls of wisdom to share today. My first pearls of wisdom is thinking about what you buy, how you buy it, and the long-term effects. For many years, many of us have lived by the idea of instant gratification. In fact, many of the people that are entitled today or feel they are entitled today because they've been handed everything so easily live by immediate gratification. They don't understand hard work. They don't understand the power of knowledge. And when I say knowledge, I mean facts. They don't understand that instant gratification often has long-term negative effects. You might like to have that piece of chocolate that's really the size of three chocolate bars, but the next day you're sick. Or you might not be ready to take that big jump and you take it and you fall and you hurt your foot or ankle or leg or even worse. A lot of us go through instant gratification during this time of the year. Holidays are stressful. Right now, the whole world is full of stress. I found something unique. Maybe it's not so unique, but it's unique for our times. And that is the thought of when you're buying a gift, Think about how you can get gratification out of it even more than who you're giving it to. And by that, I mean thinking of buying a gift that has a kind of a pay it forward where there is a cause or a reason to give that gift besides the gift itself and because you like that person. 
but buy a gift that's tied to part of a proceeds to a charity or made by somebody who really needs the money. We hear that a lot. Or thinking about even a gift of an heirloom. You never, ever know what you might think is junk, someone might think is as a treasure. And the real treasure of gift giving is the idea of knowing you're giving from your heart and that you're giving with the knowledge that you might be able to help somebody. And I talk about this because our Fashions for Israel campaign is booming, really booming. I can't even keep up with it to keep posting on social media. Everything is on my brand new website, cindygrowth.com. Go there under the recommendations. Businesses are listed. They're sharing their stories. Go to their social media. I am telling you, you're going to feel so much better about giving when you know you are supporting somebody who is giving of themselves in so many different ways. And that comes to the theme of today's show. Because the Fashion for Israel's campaign was so successful and is successful and will be going into 2024, we are extending it into the food, wine, entertaining arena. And I'm very honored to be partnering with uh, Kosher Culinary Travel because they really have brought to the world's attention that the chefs living in Israel who rely on tourism, who rely on parties, do not have an income right now and need it desperately. While many of them are working in the fields of war as soldiers and others are volunteering, feeding soldiers, helping those that have had to uh, move into safer areas and even more helping grieved families. We in America can do our part, and you don't have to be Jewish to be a part of it. You're going to learn a lot about it today, and we're going to be featuring that also as a series continuing on because so many people, so many Israeli products, the wines, the foods that so many around the world look forward to year-round, award-winning products, are available in the States, and we must, must, must support Israel, not just because we are Jews or Christian Zionists, but because supporting Israel is actually helping our economy as well. And I say that because there are so many Americans that rely on Israeli products for their own success in business. There's that chain reaction. I will help anybody who needs help in getting something promoted with a purpose, whether or not it's the food and wine, the fashion, technology. There is so much we need right now. We are not getting out of this war situation, I'm sorry, situation very soon, but we will get out of it successful. But life goes on and we all must do our part in keeping it as best as possible. We all must work together, regardless of whether or not you're Jewish, 
Christian, Muslim, whether you live in Israel, the United States, anywhere around the world. Because ultimately, good wins. We've seen it over and over again in history. Learn your facts. We'll be back after this commercial. Many software projects become successful every year, growing businesses, saving time and money, and providing freedom from stress and frustration. However, not all software projects are successful. Why? What makes software successful? Paying attention to the end user satisfaction. With JobBase, every software project is a success because every project is built with the end user in mind. Save time, save money, improve and grow your business. The product is amazing. When I got the finished project, I was so happy with the result. They delivered higher than my expectation. As a project manager at JobBase, we commit ourselves to ensuring that every single product we have will succeed. Visit us at www.jobbase.io. That's www.jobase.io. Or email us at sales at jobbase.io. Be the next success story. Are you looking for the perfect gift or simply want to treat yourself? Check out SophieCruzAtelier.com. We carry a chic, highly curated selection of jewelry, bags, accessories, and clothing that will elevate your style. Order now on SophieCruzAtelier.com and have your Sophie goodies in days. Hi, my name is Allie Arts. I have been in the beauty industry for over 25 years. I became a salon owner five years ago when I purchased Ambiance Salon in Hewlett. I had a vision to create a warm, welcoming environment where you can have your hair done, meet great people, and leave feeling wonderful about yourself. Unfortunately, as we all know, that is not always the feeling you get when you walk into salons. Often we feel judged, not good enough, and it's just not what it should be. My goal was to take away those ugly bits of the beauty industry. We have a saying hanging on the wall in the salon, surround yourself with beauty and kindness, and we strive to create that environment and ambiance every day. We are a full-service salon offering hair, skin, and nail customizable treatments. There is truly something for everyone. We pride on ourselves of having a multi-generational clientele. And the reason behind this is because I've always been a working mom. It has been important to me to be able to utilize my time in a way that I can get all of my services done as well as my family. Welcome back. Yes, I am the Jewess Patriot, and you don't have to be Jewish to be a part of our show, our audience, and participate in so many of the things we discuss. So many of you reached out with fashions for Israel that I am very happy to say that we are now extending into more support for Israel in an area that includes Israeli chefs, foods, wines, and supporting those in Israel who lost their jobs when the war began October 7th. My good friends at Kosher Culinary Travel came up with a brilliant idea, and we're partnering with them, and that is to support our Israeli chefs. I'm Yisroel Chai. It's called the Israeli Chef Project. And Israeli chefs who really were hit hard by the war are having a very difficult time in Israel. 
Restaurants are mostly closed, although they are starting to open a little bit. Events are non-existent. Tourism, of course, is paused. So we came up with a great idea at KCT to hire Israeli chefs in America. They're coming over. They are willing to host private parties for Shabbos, for uh, family gatherings, and even larger parties. And they have incredible teams with them. Joining us now is Avikam Gitlin, the actually the creator of this brilliant, brilliant idea from Kosher Culinary Travel, a good friend. And one day, hopefully, all of you will be joining me on one of their trips once there's peace in the world. Avikam, thanks so much for joining us. It's a pleasure being here, Cindy. So... I know that this is something that's very personal to you. So tell us a little bit how you decided to start the Israeli Chef Project. Well, let me tell you, Cindy, the, the, the first thing, and I know Chef Gilly is going to be on with us uh, uh, on the program. And, and, and Gilly is actually the chef of, of the company. Uh, she's my partner and, and she's a chef. She, she's a company chef. She's also from Beersheba. So she's from the South. She She lives what's going on. And when we thought about all of the chefs that, that, that are not able to work right now and aren't able to, to have their events or chefs in restaurants, chefs that have private catering businesses, chefs that do events. And where did Gilly meet these chefs? She was going around army bases, cooking for soldiers um, to help out the effort, the war effort. And she was meeting these chefs there because they were also volunteering but they're not working, but they're doing this out of the goodness of their hearts. And we said, and we talked together and we said, we have to do something. And it looks like this is going to be a long one in Israel. It's going to be a few months of, of people not having events and people not having huge weddings or not having uh, anniversary dinners because they just can't. And the restaurant's closing now. What can we do? And, you know, we're lucky enough that in, in the U.S. we have a great, strong Jewish community that can support chefs that have events that can hire these chefs. They can have a great time with these chefs, but they, they can also help out uh, uh, with their parnasa. Well, for my non-Jewish uh, followers, parnasa is their livings to make yep. a living. So I also want to tell Jewish. people that because so many here are supporting Israel, Christian Zionists, people that believe that uh, women shouldn't be raped and Holocaust survivors shouldn't be kidnapped. I'm getting huge support from them. And, they will also, if they're not Jewish, support this. First of all, the trendiest diet right now is a Mediterranean diet. And so many of these award-winning chefs highlight Mediterranean diets in their everyday entertaining and um, cooking. So uh, it's not just for Jewish homes. It's not just for a Jewish party. This is for anybody who wants quality chefs who will certainly appreciate the opportunity to help you have a memorable, entertaining experience. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cindy, you know, and actually now that you, you, you bring it up on the ground, we see, um, you know, Christian supporters of Israel on the ground coming to Israel um, just to, just to be there, not, you know, going around and, and, and also visiting soldiers, but just to be there, to show support and absolutely anyone that wants to not just support Israel, but also experience the beauty of Israel. This is a great opportunity for their community, for their family 
to invite an Israeli chef into their home, into their community, show support, and also have an amazing time with them. So let's introduce now Chef Gilly, who you so kindly introduced as the chef of Kosher Culinary Travel. I happen to know her. I was I was very lucky to spend some quality time with her over Passover and get to know her. And we've been texting each other, touching base with each other, because this October 7th massacre has united Jews like never before, where people thought we would be divided. Instead, it's made us stronger together. And... I will tell you, I've watched her videos. I've spoken to her about all the volunteering she has done feeding soldiers, feeding families of soldiers, feeding people who had to evacuate their homes. We don't even discuss that enough, how many hundreds of thousands had to leave their homes without anything uh, just to stay safe. So, Chef Gilly, thank you so much for joining us. And thank you also for all the work you have done since October 7th for the people of Israel. That's my pleasure. Hi, Cindy. Hi, Avikam. It's nice to talk with you now. Cindy, I'm sorry to interject, but the one thing we're missing, she's also the best chef I've personally ever worked with, and I've been in this industry for many, many years, I think over 25 years now. Uh, so that's something that's something everyone should know as well. And I sh- oh. I'll, just, I'll, I'll just say something <laughs> then. If we're going to... People don't even realize we had such a great trip in Greece. I think like over 70% of the people already told Avi before anything else that they're coming back next year wherever he goes. And we don't even discuss the Tuscany trips, the trip that you're working on for Albania. When everything is peaceful, guys, these trips are absolutely amazing. And a big part of it is Chef Gilly's food. So, Chef, thank you so much. I know your favorite style of cooking is traditional and innovative. Explain that for the audience. Um, like, I want to tell a story. Like, uh, when I'm going to the, like, um, to the soldiers in the bases, so, like, a lot of people, like, bring them food. And, like, it's, like, so beautiful because, but when I give them the food and they say, and just, they told me, Gilly, now we feel like we are home. And like, it's funny because that's the way you can connect people and, and you're feeling like someone like thinking about them. And when you're cooking, cooking in your house and make everything like for, for them and they feeling everything and they feel like you're thinking about them. And that's, that's the things make them feel stronger and want to continue to fight for us and be for us there outside. Uh, yeah, it's for me. It's so it's so important because, like, I, like have come said, I'm living in Beersheba, and I have a lot of bases like around me, and that's crazy how much soldiers just want. I'm just mixing out everything. Sorry. So, um, it's like so important to do that, and so important to be part of this Amisrael. And that's my way to, to, to do that because I'm a chef and because that's what I'm doing. Um, so that's so important to, to do whatever I'm doing just for them and for all Am Israel. So, so like, that's why it's so, so important to do like what Avikam said. It's like a chef project. Um, because I have so many friends. They're now sitting at home and they don't have jobs and they they can't do what, what they want to do. And everyone is volunteering, everyone making food for all the soldiers, for the fighters, for the families who lost um, 
lost some of the of this elder their like families and also um families like not leaving the house because they live because of the rockets and because they're living in a dangerous area so uh yes it's so important not just they going to enjoy the food because i think like the israel cuisine is the best cuisine like in the whole world but they're going to support very good people that are volunteering like for one month and doing everything for the soldiers everything for the families and everything for all israel so i know that when this first thought i know you were really uh pained i think uh somebody you knew was killed on October 7th and that really affected you. And it, I think that gave you the strength to go out and volunteer so much. Do you want to share a little bit about that? Um, Like in the 7th of October, it's been my birthday. Um, So yes, one of my family member who's died, he's been an officer, um, police officer uh, in Sderot. It's like near to their Sheva. He's been on a party like in Nova. And he just go there because he he just saw on the news that you know on the news that they have some uh, terrorist attack there. So just in the middle of of our hug, so it just took the car took the car and drive there and just starting to save so many children there. And but like some of them like he's died there, and we could like we we. Sorry, it's going to start to be like a bit emotional for me. But yeah, he died there. And like in 7 of October, like the police came to my, to our house and said that he died there. And we they could take the body out because like it's still dangerous to, to go there. So yeah, in this moment, I just know that now for now i'm starting to do just the good things for 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 him and for everyone because we need to be together and we need to be strong and if i'm not gonna be strong so all the rest of my family gonna like be the same because they look at me and they know like i'm a strong woman and i can do whatever i can do so that's why i'm i took this moment and just starting to do a good thing from, from from there so that's what i believe and now he's like looking at me from the sky and see like all the good things we're doing and that's the most important things for me to do so you've been in the restaurant business for over 10 years you say your signature dish is a famous ragu and <laughs> i could actually i know firsthand because i saw it myself i know that you can oversee a party of several hundred people uh, with food from soup to nuts, from the first course to dessert, and also pair it with the appropriate liquors, wines, drinks, etc. So you are actually somebody that if someone is looking for a house party or an intimate party for a hundred people, you know how to oversee that kind of a party just as well as you can serve a, a Shabbat dinner of 12 or 14 people. Um, you know, food is something that connect. I think I'm going to, I'm going to say it in the right way, but food is something who can like people can connecting with food. So I have like one of like, I have family that are not Jews, like my mom's side, they are not Jews. And they so love 
the Jewish, uh, the Jewish cuisine. I don't know if, if they have Jewish cuisine, but yeah, the Jewish cuisine and the Israeli and all mixed together. Everyone see it's like something different, something special, something that everyone want to, to, to know about. So, so it's not just a party. It can be, uh, like Shabbos. It can be like bar mitzvah. It can be everything. Like my kind of food, it's something that's connecting everyone together and you can, like you can do like your Israeli side and my European side on my food and my Jewish side and everything comes together. And that's why I think I can do everything. And it's like, it's depending like how the people com- connecting to the food. And that's why it's so beautiful. And, and you and have other, sh- may, oh, sorry, may, go ahead. Avi, come, may, go. May, may, maybe Gilly's being mo- modest, but you know, chefs, chefs are not known to be modest. Um, but you know, we do trips, as you know, we do trips in different places. We've been to Portugal and to Spain and to Italy and to Hawaii and any, everywhere in the world. And, you know, obviously Greece and every place that, that we go to and every place that we have a group. Uh, the amazing thing is, is Gilly will take some traditional, you know, because we have to have some traditional, you know, dishes. We'll take these traditional dishes, add, and when you say traditional and with her own modern flair is to take something that's very traditional to a place and make it better, which is very difficult to do. Not try to change it too much, but add a personal touch, add something to it that, that, that brings her personality. She has a very, very interesting uh, uh, story. I don't know if we, you know, we have time right now for it. Yeah. Two minutes. Right. Go ahead quickly. So and, and, and but I'll, I'll I'll let Gilly talk about it. But you know, Gilly just mentioned that her 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 mother's side of the family isn't Jewish. Her mother is, uh, but if she wants to talk about it, that that's her. I mean, she you know she she chose to be a part of the Jewish people. She chose to be uh, in Eretz Israel, and that's something maybe she can talk about. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah, like my mom's side, they are Christians. And when my mom, she met my dad, so she came to Israel to visit. And, and like after that, she, like, she really connect to the, all the Jew, um, the Jewish word. And, you know, like when you come, can like, I do like all the, the, how to say that, Davikam, um, um, how to say that? I forgot. So I did all the gear uh, when I've been like four years old. Conversion process. Yeah. So when you come into like when you came to be eighteen, so so the rabbis here in the in the rabbanut they ask you if you want still to be a Jew because now you you like you understand what is like to be a Jew. So they asked me that and I wanted to take like some time to think about it because like I grew up as a Jew, but I didn't like exactly understand what is this. So I take my time and started thinking about that. And, and after like one year, so I know, yeah, that's what I want to be. Like, I want to be a Jew. I'm feeling to be a Jew. Like that's, that's my, if my mom, she like turned to be a Jew and she have like whole family, like very big family has like very important, like, they're, they're, they're a Christian and they so love, love to be a Christian when she came to be a Jew so I say she she just left everything to be a Jew so why like why me and like I start to connect like very inside of me and connect to be a Jew so that's what that's why I'm so proud to be one of the most beautiful 
like I'm a proud to be a Jew and I'm proud to be part of Am Israel, and that's also important to me. So that's why my food has to be like a bit like Jewishy. Uh, because well, you I, bake gorgeous challahs. I've seen them and I've tasted them. You know, you I look, they're, they're I love, gorgeous. I love, I love the Jewish food, but I'm doing it like, it's funny because I'm doing it like the, all the traditional things, but in a 2023, because it's like a bit modern, but all the flavors, it's like, it's like you and me and Avikam and all the Jews know all the Jewish flavor uh, that we grow, grew up with. Uh, but it's like a bit modern because like I'm young, I'm a young chef. So that's why, that's my way to experience the food. So in the few minutes we have left, I just want to tell everybody, this is the first of a series. Now, Avikam and Gilly are bringing in other chefs as well and other chefs with other specialties that they're known for. Uh, They have a chef coming and they'll be on the shows as well. And we're going to promote them. They they will go anywhere around the country. One of them is with a Moroccan background and um, who has 25 years experience as a award-winning chef. And then we have another chef whose specialty is Asian cuisine and also has over 25 years in yeah, the absolutely. restaurant business. We wanted, we wanted to have, we wanted to have uh, to start off with, and we want to increase this as much as we can get as much chefs as possible, obviously for the next few months. Um, you know, we, we definitely want things to calm down in Israel and for everyone to visit Israel and to have events in Israel. But until then, I mean, obviously Gilly's available and we have that, that, that traditional and innovative. We have Chef Tzachi, who has a Moroccan background. But- Actually, Tzachi, Tzachi, that's my chef. Like he's, he is my chef, so that's like I'm so appreciate this one, and he's, he's so talented and he know everything. So that's why it's so important to me because he's like one of the brilliant chefs I know. Well, we also have chef, Dudu, chef Dudu, who who's who's um, has a Japanese Asian uh, touch, especially sushi platters and and very innovative uh, Asian cuisine, and. Everyone has a story. Everyone has a beautiful story. And they'd be very happy to tell you their story and share their food uh, with you. So I just want to tell everybody, remind them, Kosher Culinary Travel is on Instagram, Facebook. They have a website. You can reach out through me. And I just want to tell everybody that I'm very honored that the Jewess Patriot Radio Show is partnering with Kosher Culinary Travel on the Israeli Chef Project. And you will be hearing and seeing a lot from all of us in the near future. And, Avi and I want to say, oh, one second. Cindy, I, have to, I have to say before we go that as soon as we spoke about it, you there wasn't even a, a, a moment you jumped and you said, this is beautiful. Anything I can do to help Israel and Israelis. And we want to say thank you to you for putting in so much effort, not just the, the show right now, but this is days of working with us. Uh, on graphics and on ideas and really, really connecting us with people offline as well. And we really want to say thank you to you for, for, for being a part of this. On a sign up before I go, I just want to say that Avicom and Gilly treated us like family. And You're- you talk about family. Uh, you know, you talk about you hear on the news and people never heard of places like Ashkelon. Well, we have family 
who is in Ashkelon. And every day I, I say, you know, I, I call Avicom. I say, how's, you know, the family doing? And just like that. So whether or not you know people or you don't know people, this is an international, you mean, there's no thought about it. So join right. us on this project and you're going to hear a lot from us. And I already am working with Avicom and you're going to hear about some events. You're going to hear about some people joining in on this. And this is going to be just the beginning of something very good, very powerful. And may we all join together and do these parties and celebrations of peace in Israel, in America, and around the world for Jews and non-Jews together. Thank you so much for joining the Jewess Patriot. Hi, this is Ali Arts. I own Ambiance Salon in Hewlett. Self-care doesn't end with a cancer diagnosis. Once a month, Ambiance Salon opens its doors and offers absolutely free salon, spa, and wellness services to anyone currently in treatment. Our program creates a safe environment for our guests to feel comfortable, give space for them to relax, and leave them feeling a little lighter. It is by far my favorite day in the salon. Guests receive haircuts, color, scalp treatments, massage, facials, nail treatments, Reiki, and makeup. We also are able to offer complimentary wigs for because of a generous donation from Rocket and Wrap It Up. If you or someone you know is in treatment, and would like to participate, all that is needed is a signed waiver from your doctor. It can be found at mondaysatracine.org. We are currently the only salon in Nassau County to provide this service. Welcome back. Well, if we're talking about Israeli chefs, we have to talk about Israeli wines because Israeli wines are internationally recognized <laughs> and awarded. And I have here somebody who is a connoisseur of Israeli wines and can explain to our audience what is going on because throughout the years, my audience has learned to love Israeli wines, both the Jewish and non-Jewish audiences, especially the non-Jewish audience who can tell the difference between a kosher Merlot and a non-kosher Merlot. So Nathan Katz, welcome to the show. Tell everybody where you're from and where you're located and people he, the store actually delivers through all parts of Queens and Long Island. And we could accommodate making sure that you get to know, uh, kosher wines. Nathan, take it away. Thank you so much, Cindy. Welcome. Thank you for welcoming me here. Thank you. So Hakerem Wine is our store and we are the only all kosher store in all of Queens. And we have been in business for quite a number of years. We serve Queens and Long Island, even Manhattan, Great Neck, and all those surrounding areas. And it's an interesting time now in the industry, as you have been talking about, Cindy. Uh, you know, we're coming off of a Shemitah year, as many of your listeners probably know, those who are strict with the biblical commandment not to sow the land and not to reap the harvest of the land during the seventh year in the Jewish calendar cycle. That's always a challenge for many of the farmers and many of the Torah observant wineries out there. We just finished with that. That was difficult for them, and it takes a lot of planning. But now coming on the heels of a Shemitah season, there is a tremendous interruption of the business cycle. 
And according to the um, Israel Wine Producers Association, uh, Joshua Greenstein is their spokesman, uh, there's been about a 60% drop in consumption and, you know, just in the last five, six weeks since the war began. And it came at a very, very critical time. It just came at the time of the harvest, at the time that many of the grapes are being picked and produced. Um, I'm sure you know that our store goes out of its way to feature Israeli wines, and we've been supporting Israel very much by trying to introduce those wines to our customers. People don't understand how exceptional Israeli wines have become and how the industry has grown and developed in the last two or three decades. It's absolutely amazing. We should also Uh, add that one of the biggest tourism attractions around the world are visiting the award-winning wineries in Israel, whether or not you're in the West Bank or up north or whether or not you're near Gaza. Israel is filled with hundreds of award-winning wineries that not only Jews, but Christians and wine connoisseurs, all the major wine media and wine experts go to these places, visit, and uh, indulge in the wines. A hundred percent right. And we're talking about wineries that have consistently been winning international awards and international acclaim year after year. Really an exceptional uh, exceptional array of different wines. Um, and it's fascinating. Sometimes we introduce people, they had no idea. A lot of our friends and neighbors grew up with the stereotypical old Jewish wine, you know, the sticky, heavy, sweet stuff. And it's so nice when you can introduce people to a more sophisticated wine and they can finally appreciate what they're drinking. It's an eye-opener for many of our customers. So we have white wines, rosés. We have, of course, reds. We have dessert wines. We have wines. We always laugh with um, people who come on for Passover. The best time to have a wine tasting is the four glasses. But I do want to discuss a little bit with you while um on the importance of supporting Israeli wineries now, especially Absolutely. what is happening with the war. The tourism Absolutely. has been a big issue. Uh, restaurants are closed. People are not having the weddings and bar mitzvahs that they have. So now more than ever, supporting Israeli wineries are key. It's a hundred percent right. And, and the impact is so far reaching. I can tell you that our own business has taken a tremendous dive because people are just, and understandably, people are just not in party mode right now. People are very concerned for, for their fellow Jews. People are praying. People are saying to Hillel on a constant basis. And it's just not, doesn't feel like the right time, but so they don't understand. I just want to explain our non-Jewish audience to Hillel is the prayers that we, uh, pray for. Uh, peace and for, we pray for our soldiers. We pray for our hostages. We pray really right. for peace for everybody. We don't just pray for Jews. We pray for everybody. We want everybody to get along. Everybody's always welcome in Israel. Uh, despite the fake media and all the myths, you know, we- it's certainly true. And, and I, I've seen statistics where the vast majority of tourists in Israel are not necessarily Jewish at all. Correct. And it's Correct. a tourist magnet for the entire, you know, all of mankind. And we try to make everyone happy and comfortable there. But the truth is that it's a great matter of concern. And people, you know, the mood has been dampened quite a bit, understandably. Let me give you a few examples that I'm aware of that, that might be interesting. 
We spoke with uh, Victor Schoenfeld, who is the winemaker at Golan Heights Winery. And his son, Shai, who was committed to helping him with the harvest and with this year's production, was called into the reserves and sent to Gaza in an effort to free the hostages who were being held there so cruelly. And Shai, you know, Victor is now working 16-hour shifts to try to salvage this year's this year's crop. Very difficult. So many of the workers, people don't understand this, how so many of the workers on Israeli farms and Israeli production are Palestinians. There are tens and tens of thousands who hold work permits and come to Israel every day. And now, when there isn't travel back and forth for security reasons, understandably, there's a war going on. Many of the laborers are not there. Many of the skilled workers are not there. And many of the producers themselves have been called into the reserves in helping with the the military effort. I was just going to mention that. Yes, there are so many people who I'm talking to that are having that issue where half their uh, staff isn't our soldiers. Also, I'm going to go in a different way. I want to, there is such a variety, and we've discussed this before, but I want you to tell people, these are quick one answers. What's a good $15, $20 bottle of white wine you can recommend from Israel? Mm, You're putting me on the spot. But the answer is that Tepperberg has a wonderful one in that price range. And Carmel has an excellent one in that price range. And there are so many more. So many more. It really depends. We like to get to know the customer's taste. We like to know if you like it a little more on the sweet side, a little hint of fruitiness, or if you like it 100% dry. We try to get to know our customers and play to their specific tastes and develop that relationship with them. It's really the old-fashioned method of sales. I could also tell you that uh, Nathan and his partner, Pearl, they also have been very um, charitable in helping organizations and gatherings with wine tastings. They are available for that. They have incredible wine tastings in their own store. And I could tell you from firsthand experience, and I know a lot of the people in the wine business in my years of journalism, that there is not a nicer group with a bigger range. If when I need a specialty, like I need my Rosh Hashanah apple whiskey, I go to Pearl. No one has it. Uh, the Esrog liquors, which come from Israel. I mean, you name it. What are you recommending for Hanukkah? Well, at Hakerem, at our store, which is, by the way, on the corner of Jewel Avenue and Main Street in Flushing, Queens, um, we have, actually, we were talking about Hanukkah today. It's a very timely question. And we have a number of Israeli wines that we put on sale, some excellent ones that we have been promoting and introducing to our customers. And there are also some really delicious sweet liqueurs that we'd love to have people try and enjoy. Um, there's so much. You know, the, the majority of our sales are Israeli products, and we take great pride in that. But the only way to really understand it is to come down and let us introduce you to something new. And they deliver. Now, the studio Absolutely. in Merrick, they're, they're in Merrick. They go to West Hempstead. They come to the five towns. If anybody wants a L'chaim with me, we're going to arrange it. We'll have you guys in person. But we must stand together as Americans, as people who believe in a democracy and freedoms, in, freedom in of religion. Freedom against tyranny, exactly. That's right. Freedom against barbarism. I mean. Barbarism. Uh, we, we appreciate all the work that you and Pearl do. And 
tell everybody you're on Instagram. I know you're on Facebook. We're Once on again, Instagram, tell we're everybody. on Facebook, and of course, we're available. We like to know our customers, and we'd love for you to drop on in or give us a call at Hakarim Wine. Thank you so much, Nathan, for joining us. I hope the next time you guys come on, we're celebrating with drinks of peace Wouldn't and ending a war. Wouldn't that be beautiful? Hopefully maybe even Mashiach. Very soon. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you, Cindy. Many software projects become successful every year, growing businesses, saving time and money, and providing freedom from stress and frustration. However, not all software projects are successful. Why? What makes software successful? Paying attention to the end-user satisfaction. With JobBase, every software project is a success because every project is built with the end-user in mind. Save time, save money, improve and grow your business. The product is amazing. When I got the finished project, I was so happy with the result. They delivered higher than my expectation. As a project manager at JobBase, we commit ourselves to ensuring that every single product we have will succeed. Visit us at www.jobbase.io. That's www.jobase.io. Or email us at sales at jobbase.io. Be the next success story. Are you looking for the perfect gift or simply want to treat yourself? Check out SophieCruzAtelier.com. We carry a chic, highly curated selection of jewelry, bags, accessories, and clothing that will elevate your style. Order now on SophieCruzAtelier.com and have your Sophie goodies in days. Hi, this is Allie here from Ambiance Salon in Hewlett. Let's talk holiday. Now, if you don't know this, we take our holidays very seriously here at the salon. Until the end of the year, it is time to upgrade your hair wardrobe. We are offering 10% off of all hair. Now we're talking K-tip extensions, sew-in, clip-ins, toppers, all of it. We'll also be hosting some amazing events, Botox, Client Client Appreciation Day, uh, with loads of giveaway raffles. We'll have some exclusive specials where you buy a gift and receive a gift um, the last week in November. You can check out all of this on our social media. Cindy will be mentioning it on the radio, and I hope to see you at the salon. Hi there. My name is Sid Mandelbaum, and I'm the founder of Rock and Wrap It Up. We're an anti-poverty think tank that over the years have fed over one billion people and have also written laws so that uh, federal governments and states can uh, acquire food from uh, federal and state agencies. We would need your help for a couple of things. First, uh, we have a very robust program in schools and we teach students how to save food and then give it to people that are at risk in their communities. We also need uh, interns to help us with our advocacy work. And if you're interested in doing any kind of reaching out to governments, we could help you uh, with laws that we've written to get them passed. Thank you so much. You could reach us at 
1-877-691-FOOD, or just call uh, 516-295-0670. Thank you so much. Welcome back. What a show. You don't have to be Jewish to be a part of this mission for quality food, quality entertaining, quality wines. You just have to have a palate. You just have to have uh, the idea to explore these chefs, these wines, these foods, everything we've discussed are all great. They all overlap with so many other cultures, Greek, Italian, anything in the Mediterranean. So popular. We have so much to be thankful for. And it's these little things like a meal around the table with family that so many of us are talking about and celebrating all weekend that we take for granted. October 7th, was a Jewish holiday. And just like people were sitting around their tables Thanksgiving, people were sitting around their tables in the kibbutzes that were attacked. This isn't just the war on Israel. It's not just the war on America. It's a war on common sense. Many people are talking today about rewriting Thanksgiving history. They're complaining that they're not teaching the facts in schools. The truth is, people are are trying to rewrite the facts about Jews and about Israel, about Christians in Israel, about Palestinians in Israel, and about Arabs in Israel. Be smarter than that. Be thankful that you have the ability to educate yourselves and that you can sit around a table and eat with your family and say thank you. Familiar highways Lying with leaves turn brown Making my way Back into my hometown Funny how this all looks different But it feels the same Like how life never stops changing, but some things never change. So fill your plate and fill your drink and fill this house with family. The kind of love that all these years can't wash away. Cause the older that I get, I see the life short and bittersweet. Thank God for this Thanksgiving day. Watching football, watching families grow The old kids' table, all have kids of their own Starting to see my grandfather in my nephew's eyes Mom still can't talk about him and I'd almost cry So fill your plate and fill your drink and fill this house with family Kind of love a thousand miles can't wash away Cause the older 
that I see life is short and bittersweet. Thank God for this Thanksgiving day. Put your dishes in the kitchen sink and let the leftover you just wash away. As we made it through, I do believe the longest year in history. Thank God that it's Thanksgiving Day. Thanks for watching the Jewish Patriot Show with Talk Radio's premier Jewish activist, Cindy Gross. Be sure to download Cindy's next program as well as previous ones available internationally on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and in Israel on Jewish Podcasts. See you next time on the Jewish Patriot Show.